1: everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry
2: and get wild.
0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.
2: The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's, it goes... Beyond communication, it goes to a relationship. Just
1: drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right.
0: Lands a right to the shoulder. You know it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Nugent-Hopkins. This is Oscar platform.
2: This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex, managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A now. Boss stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 630 Chad.
0: Dale, Arizona. Cooper, the shock rock. Uh, sh- what was he? was he? Was he not like the, the shock of rock back in the day? Isn't that what they used to call him? Uh, anyhow, uh, Phoenix born. good one from you there, Brendan Escott, who's back at the 630 Chad Studios. This is uh, Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. By Lease, your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Jam-packed today edition of Oilers Now. First half hour of the show will set up tonight's matchup between the Arizona Coyotes and the Edmonton Oilers which will take place in Glendale. Just to illustrate um, the the challenges in terms of driving around this, this mammoth Phoenix uh, market. Um... Uh, We are doing the show noon to 2 today. The game's at 7 o'clock. We're out in Scottsdale, of course, as many of you know that have been down here before. The game's being played in Glendale. The first bus to the game leaves at 3. And the second bus leaves at 3.30. Tradition, like when we're in Glendale, uh, we walk literally right next door from the hotel, but with the team spending the three days here, they had us in Scottsdale uh, a little bit better situation for the players, and and uh, result uh, the orders taking on an Arizona Coyote squad tonight. So, full preview of tonight's game. Uh, we'll hear some comments as well, and, uh, and then uh, at uh, 12.35, Sportsnet spec for the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing and breeding industry in the province of Alberta. 105 Arizona 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 Coyotes uh, color analyst, television style, uh, local area product out of Edmonton, uh, Tyson Nash and at 135, an update from the farm head coach of the Bakersfield Condors Jay Woodcroft 12.08 in Edmonton we'll tell you here's how you get hold of us you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline 780-496-0063 come on down and play The Price is Right live at River Cree from February 21st to the 23rd uh, participate in classic games like Planko, Cliffhanger and of course the Showcase Showdown. Tickets available at RivercreeResort.com. And you can text us at 780-496-0063 on our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, strong enough for any mini sticks tournament. We're at Twitter. Uh, I'm at uh, Bob underscore Stauffer, Brendan Escott, big part of the show, uh, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's, and the show Twitter account, at Oilers now. Uh, Edmonton and Arizona. Here's what we envision. We will tell you that the Oilers did not hold a morning skate today. Just a couple guys hit the ice. Mike Smith and uh, Tyler Benson and William Lagason, which is probably a sign that uh, those two will not be in the lineup. So the Oilers will go with the same lineup tonight, but with Miko Kostin starting in goal. Kostin against Arizona 3-0-2. Now this has not been confirmed, but I would be fairly confident and sane. it uh, looks like Kostin gets a call in between the pipes. He's 3-0 2 with a 2.13 goals against average and a 9.26 safe percentage versus Arizona. Darnell Nurse with Ethan Bear. Bear just adding to the folklore, taking on Matthew Kachuk in that fight Saturday night. Oscar Clefbaum with Adam Larson. Clefbaum has gone plus 13 over the order's last 11 games. Adam Larson, 3, 7, and 10, and 19 career games against Arizona plus 9. Caleb Jones with Matt Benning, the other defense pairing. Benning leading the orders plus 12 up front. Connor McDavid nine goals, 21 points in 17 career games against the Coyotes. He'll be with Josh Archibald and Zach Cassian Archibald three goals, five points, three career games against Arizona. Leon Drysettle, an 11 game heater. With a total of seven goals, 22 points, an 11 game point streak, plus 11 during that stretch, with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, seven goals, 17 points in those 11 games, plus 14. And Kyler Yamamoto, who uh, started the first game up on his recall with Dry Settle and Nygaard, and then quickly by the end of the game was out there with Nugent Hopkins and Dry Settle. Uh, Yamamoto, 5 5 and 10 in 11 games played, plus 11. Again, based on Benson and Laguson skating today, uh, James Neal not skating. That leads me to believe the Oilers are going to keep uh, Juju Arkeira with Riley Shane and Patrick Russell, and then Gaetan Haas with Sam Gagne and Alex Chase on. The Oilers, by the way, 8 1 and 2 in their last 11 games. They're 6 2 2 in their last 10 against Arizona. Uh, the Oilers have the number one ranked power play in the NHL at 29.5%. Arizona. We are expecting Antti Ranta to start in goal. Of course, uh, their number one goaltender, Darcy Kemper, got hurt about 17 games ago, right around the time that Taylor Hall arrived. And it's been a struggle for Arizona ever since. Kemper was 15-8-2 with a 2.17 goals against average and 9.29 save percentage. Arizona, by the way, fourth in the league in goals against 2.67 goals per game. Uh, Christian Dvorak with the aforementioned Taylor Hall and Connor Garland. Garland leads the team in goals. Hall has 17 points in 19 games with the Coyotes. Derek Stepan with Clayton Keller. They signed Keller to that huge 8-year extension, 7.15 million. He's not exactly it up this year, nor is Phil Kessel who's minus 22 so far this season, 31 points on the campaign. Nick Schmaltz quietly having a decent campaign. He's got 52 games in 71 games uh, 52 points in 71 games as a member of the Coyotes. He'll be with Krause and Innestro Rosa Richardson with Soderbergh and Fisher. Uh, no Oliver ekman Larson tonight. He is out, so they don't have their number one goalie. And their captain top defenseman out as well. Uh, Chikrin will be with Goligoski. Uh, they will have Osterle with Jarmelson And Labushkin uh, will be playing with Jason DeMarin again. anti Rantus starts in goal 3-4 and four against Edmonton with a 2.88 goals against average. 8.98 save percentage. And we will tell you, as we bring aboard uh, Brendan Escott, Brendan, uh, this should be a, this is going to be an int- interesting game. I mean, the Coyotes have only won one of their last nine hockey games. The Oilers come in with uh, an 8-1-2 in the last 11. And I don't know about you, but that always concerns me a little bit. It does have some
1: undertones of what could be a trap game, but I think the Oilers are right now as focused as they've been this season. I think they understand, and this is based on not only how they performed against Calgary, but what's been said in the media since. It it seems like they really understand the magnitude of the points right now, and this isn't the time to be dropping games to teams below you in the stands Ending. This is time to be building separation, so I'm confident that they're aware of that, but it's still a game to be played tonight. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed.
0: 1216 in Edmonton, welcome back everybody, Bob Stoffer with you to the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here's Dave Tippett on the importance of the Oilers keeping up the energy against the Arizona Coyotes tonight.
2: Well, I think there's a really good feeling with our group right now. And it, and it, I mean, the Calgary game speaks for itself. But the night before, we beat a good team at St. Louis, too. So it's more about how we're playing, our mindset to, uh, you know, we're in a really competitive vision. We've talked about, you know, playoff intensity, which is your, you know, your first of February here. And you're in playoff uh, intensity mode. So, um, Our guys, you know, they're in good spirits, but I think it's, you have an emotional game in Calgary, but we thought we played real well in St. Louis too, so it's about how we're playing. And uh, with that controlled emotion, that that gives us a chance to win.
0: The Oilers head coach then commented on the fact that uh, teams are having to take the focus a little off of uh, Connor McDavid, better depth the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club right now.
2: Yeah, we. That's one of the things that I think has helped our team move along. Is we have more balance. You know, we have uh, we have some real good players, and and I give Connor a ton of credit because he's he's kind of tried to drag everybody along for a few years, but now now we've got a little more balance, and it's and it's allow him to play his game, but it also allows other players to step up, and and we can come become a better team. You know, so it's yeah. uh, he's still doing his part. I mean, he's uh, he's. You know, arguably one of the t- top players in the league and he plays like that every night but we just have some players around and they're helping him now
0: and uh, the major reason I mean obviously McDavid had dry-saddle down the middle it still kind of amazes me a bit there's still a sense well now he's putting up the numbers dry-saddle because everybody's still focused on McDavid At some point, some people out there might actually have to give Settle some credit. He's leading the National Hockey League. He does have support. You can make a stronger argument that Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto right now are the oldest third and fourth best forwards. And that second line is cooking. Here's
2: Dave Tippett. They've played long enough together now where they're starting to, you can really see some chemistry coming. You know, I just look at, you got Yamo, a young player who really is starting to really get comfortable and get his confidence there. And he can make plays. Nuge and, and Dreisaitl are both real good players. So the three of them together, you know, they've, uh, they've played well. They've got some results and they, uh, they look like they're having fun out there.
0: So that's Oilers head coach Dave Tippett. It's the Edmonton Oilers tonight, and the uh, Arizona Coyotes. And one guy that's going good, obviously Leon Drysaddle, uh, has a total of 22 points over the last 11 games, 11 game point streak. He had this to say on plane with the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Connor Yamamoto.
2: You know, over the last little bit, like you said, we built some some chemistry on our line, and um, obviously the puck's been going in for us. So uh, that's always that's always nice. You know, makes it easier. But uh, I think we, we we work well off each other. Um, you know, I think we compete hard, and um, yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been fun. You know, hopefully we can keep it going.
0: Right. That is, uh, you know what, that is Edmonton Oilers' uh, Leon Drysaddle, currently leading the National Hockey League in scoring. Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers Now. We are in the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. One of the things that suppress Leon
2: Drysaddle, Kyler Yamamoto's competitiveness. He's very feisty, and, and I think he gets, gets under, uh, under guy's skins, and um, you know, with that, he obviously has a lot of skill that um, um, you know he can finish plays and he can make those little plays so um, yeah he's been he's been a, a huge piece for us and you know we need him to keep on
0: Writers eight one and two uh, in their last eleven games. Oscar Klefbaum plus plus thirteen during that stretch. He had this to say on keeping the recent run going.
1: I think we've been playing uh, some really good hockey five on five, and obviously we've been playing for for sixty minutes. It's good to to play some some good teams, some playoff teams, and you you get a lot of confidence from that when you play a solid team for for sixty minutes and come out as the winning team. So um, we cannot be happy and and settle, settle down a little bit right now. Uh, we're just going to keep keep going hard and and keep our foot off the gas here and, and keep going.
0: And uh, for the Oilers, uh, you know, a couple injuries, obviously. And again, we don't expect James Neal to play tonight. The Nygaard breaking his hand. He's out several weeks uh, in concussion protocol. He is has Edmonton Oilers defenseman Chris Russell, which has meant the Oilers have needed Caleb Jones to step up. Dave Tippett had these comments on Jones' emergence.
2: You know, he's, he's uh, another, like we talked about, Yamo is a young player getting confidence. And he's, you know, as he continues to play and play more minutes, he's getting more and more confidence. So he uh, he's jumped over to the left side. With the injury to uh, to Russell, and you know he's played well the last couple of games. So Those uh, and Benning is a good good partner. You know he's a real steady guy, though. But but Caleb is, uh, has jumped in, moved the puck very well, and he's and he's quick enough to get up with the play, and he's he's uh, got some results on the scoreboard.
0: And uh, for Caleb Jones, I mean, obviously, uh, you know he says he's learning from his teammates.
1: I watch guys. I wouldn't say, I'm not as much of a, I ask questions when I need to, maybe on the bench during games or ask, you know, ask some of the guys like Clef or or Doc what they think about something I did. And, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy helps a lot too, Jim play for the D coach. So um, I try to, you know, take in as much info as I can. Those guys have obviously been around and have been playing at a high level for a little bit here. So um, anytime you can lean on the veterans, it definitely helps.
0: All right, that is our Oilers Now audio vault, which is brought to you daily here on Oilers Now by Direct Workwear, We're safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. 1222 in Edmonton, so we've set it up. There is a ton of other action in the National Hockey League tonight. NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time, Elite Promotional Marketing. And back in the 630 Chad Studios, uh, we bring back in Brendan Escott.
1: Yeah, it is a full slate tonight, Bob. Vancouver visits Boston, Montreal is in New Jersey, Ottawa entertains Anaheim, Winnipeg hosts Nashville, Calgary gets San Jose down at the Shark Tank. Frank Valley reports that Dustin Bufflin and the Jets are inching toward Towards a contract termination, a mutual termination. That would get his $7.6 million cap hit off the books and make the 34-year-old a free agent. He has not resumed skating since having off-season ankle surgery. The Jets also activated Nathan Bolio from the IR, placed Matthew Perot on it. They do expect Perot out for up to two weeks with an upper body injury. The Condors are hosting the Tucson Roadrunners tomorrow night. We'll hear more from Jay Woodcroft at 1.35 today. Oil King's off until Friday when Red Deer comes to town and the number four-ranked U of A Golden Bears wrapping up their Canada West regular season. The Manitoba Bisons are at the Claire Drake this weekend.
0: Yeah, I can't remember the last time Alberta has been as low as number four. In fact, they've mostly, probably over the last 20 years, mostly be first or second-ranked. I know there was uh, uh, one year maybe in 11 12, which wasn't too pretty for the Golden Bears program relative to, you know, some of the other seasons. But, uh, they'll, trust me, they'll be at Nationals and they'll be a threat there. And it's just going to be a question of, uh, you know, they, they're disciplined enough and uh, if their power play gets going, they get some stops because they've got enough talent 5-on-5 five five to beat teams. For the Edmonton Oil Kings, Red Deer's got a lot of young players, a lot of 16, 17-year-old uh, players uh, right now. Uh, Oil Kings, obviously, are going to have a good... I mean, they What did they win last year? Like five, I think they won like 44, 45 games. Uh, just a 68-game schedule now, but I, I think Edmonton's going to be a plus-40 win team this year, next year, and the year after just based on the type of talent that they have. Again, it's 12 in Ed Now you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. And I'm going to bring Brendan into this next text. Epstein's mother has texted the show. Uh, Bob, if you what type of player in a perfect world would you add if you were Ken Holland? So, Brendan, I want you to think about that. Okay. Obviously, the Oilers have a 1-2 punch and goal. Smith and Coskin. again, we believe Coskin's going tonight. Um, they've got some depth on defense. Uh, Russell is out right now. Lagesson's up. Uh, they're missing him a bit in the farm, but they've got some depth there in defense, especially with Benny coming back, and Jones has been signed for the next two years. We know they're going to bring in Bouchard probably next season. Broberg, you know, Broberg might not be till realistically to... What's next year? 2021-21. Maybe not till 21-22, 22-23. In fact, we might see Philip Rober here in Edmonton next year for the World Junior Championship. But they've got some depth on D and they've got some prospect defensemen on D. Um, So I guess for me, I would look at a cost-effective forward that could skate, play multiple different positions, and can chip in. He doesn't have to be an elite scorer, but he could chip in offensively. That's the type of guy, and maybe with a little bit of term left. So I don't know how many guys are like that around the league. Like some guy, I know yesterday, I'll tell you that on the NBC uh, broadcast, and I know uh, most of you don't get that pregame show, uh, they had Mike Johnson, who's a very good analyst, and Patrick on, and they both had Andreas Athanasiu. As a guy going to Edmonton, I know a lot we've discussed. Athanasio a lot. Realistically, I think it's going to be really hard to get John Gabriel Paggio out of Ottawa because I don't see Ken Holland trading his first round draft choice. So it has to be a tier below a guy like Paggio. And I, you know, Ken's got a lot of history with Athanasio. I don't know what Detroit wants for Athanasio, but they need players too. So again, a guy that can, you know, maybe he's a fifteen to twenty goal scorer isn't super expensive has to be able to skate for me that's one of the things what about for you Brandon? To me, they need a third-line center
1: to really shore this up, and I I don't think that the price on Pajot was going to be right, and I'm not sure if this is something they're going to be able to do at the deadline or if it's going to be an off-season move, but I I really like what Riley Riley Sheehan brings to this team, but he doesn't score enough for me for a third-line center. I think Sheehan, long-term, should maybe be a fourth-line option, and he's great there, but they need somebody strong in the face-off circle, a two-way guy to fill that pivot role. Um, Again, I don't know what the Price is going to be but to me that's more so than a scoring winger i think what this team really needs moving forward
0: i i think pragmatically brendan i don't know if they can get a third line center, right shot, you know, like Pajo would check off all the boxes, but I believe Ottawa's, I mean, the guy's got 20 goals already this year. I'm um, led to believe Ottawa wants a first round pick and an A grade prospect. I don't even know if Yasapoli would be considered an A grade prospect. Uh, you know, he's got 41 points or whatever in 41 games or 42 games and playing in Finland. He, and to me, I'd say comfortably, yeah, he's going to be for sure a third-line right wing. The question is, can he become a top-six guy? He's got the upside to do it, you know, so – uh but I don't know, man. I don't know if that that center position is something that you could obtain right now. It makes a lot of sense what you're saying, and it might be easier to get a winger that can play some different positions. Time will tell in that regard. Let's go off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. When we come back, Mark Spector. Mark Spector's appearance is brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women who work in Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry this is oilers now live from scottsdale arizona oilers now with bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on oilers radio 6 30 chad